A man isn't doing too well, so he decides to take a trip out to the desert to be all by himself. As he's walking along, shuffling his feet through the sand, his feet kick up something, and he hears a clink, and he's curious, so he bends down to pick it up, and it looks like it could be a Mountain Dew bottle. I mean, what would a Mountain Dew bottle be doing out here in the middle of the desert? So he takes his shirt and he begins to rub the Mountain Dew bottle and all of a sudden, poof, out pops a genie. Do I get three wishes? Does this look like a lamp to you? Hello, I came out of a Mountain Dew bottle. How about I give you one wish with three choices? You can either be the richest man in the world, the most popular man in the world, or the strongest man in the world. Which will it be? The man says, well, if I only get one wish... Um, we all know that money doesn't bring happiness. And, and if I were to say the strongest man in the world, I would have to go to the gym every day, a couple times and eat boring, bland, healthy food. I'm not really into that. And then began to have these dreams of begin thinking about social media and Hollywood and internet and, and being known all over the world. And, and, and just all of a sudden just blurted out. Popularity. I, I want to be the most popular man in the world. I think that would be pretty sweet. So the genie snaps his fingers, and suddenly the man feels what it's like to have his face on billboards and newspapers all over the world. He suddenly realizes what it would be like to have his phone constantly ringing and have thousands of emails a day asking him to come speak. His Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and other social media accounts he had never even had before immediately had millions of followers. Just from that moment of feeling what that was like, he wearily and exasperated falls to the sand and just sits down. He scratches his head and assumes a serene expression. He then looks up at the genie and says, I should have taken the money, huh? I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. They are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifer? Thanks for joining us. I'm so glad that you did today. Happy day after Easter. Being the day after Easter, and since Holy Week is such an important week, we talked about that last week, I felt like I want to take last week's episode a little bit further. I want to dive a little bit more into last week's episode. And last week's episode, just really quick, for those of you who may, maybe have not listened to it, it started off talking about what Holy Week is. Holy Week starts on Palm Sunday where Jesus comes into town, into Jerusalem, riding on a donkey, and they all welcome him, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The whole town is in an uproar. Four days later, just four days later, they go from saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord on Sunday, to Thursday night when Pilate has Jesus, and he doesn't want to sentence Jesus to death or to crucifixion on the cross, because Pilate even sees that Jesus is innocent. He sees that Jesus has just been trying to help out his people, and that the leaders of the day were jealous. 
So Pilate's trying to find a way out because his wife came to him and had a very disturbing dream the night before that told her this man is important. She told her husband, Pilate, she says, don't you dare touch this man. This man is innocent. I'm telling you, don't do anything bad to this man. So Pilate, now he's, he's trying to get out of this thing. And politically, he comes up with a solution. I can release one prisoner to you. Really, the leaders of the day were just jealous of Jesus, and they're afraid of losing their popularity because of Jesus. So they had worked the crowd up. And Pilate, knowing this, is trying to give them a way out. And he said, so I can release either Jesus, who has done nothing but helped and healed you, or I can release unto you Barabbas, who has ruined people's lives. I can release either the guy that helped people's lives or hurt people's lives. Which would you like? And the Pharisees were jealous of Jesus' popularity because they thought he was going to take away their popularity and he was going to take away their position with the Roman government who was in charge at the time. Got the crowd worked up to say, we want Barabbas. To which Pilate says, well, what should I do with Jesus then? And the crowd all yelled out, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said, why? What, What did he do? And they yelled all the more, crucify him. So how in the world do you get an entire city full of people to say, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna basically means to save. Here's the person they've been asking God in heaven for, someone to save them from their sin and their tyranny. Anyway, that's all on last week's podcast. The point I'm trying to make is these people went from saying, save, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they turned from that to go right into, give us Barabbas, crucify that man. How does that happen? I mean, how are we so easily swayed? And I feel like we do that today. In last week's podcast, I talked about how I tend to do that too. On one hand, I love God and I think God is great. And on the other hand, when something doesn't happen right, doesn't turn out right, I can really get angry at God or get disappointed with God or I begin to doubt him and what he has revealed to me are all the ways that he's loved on me and, and shown me how much he cared for me and things like that. But what I want to talk today is about how we can be so easily swayed. We have things out there called fads. They come and go, going viral, right? When something goes viral, and all of a sudden, it's this big fad that everybody wants to follow. I don't know who the leaders are that are trying to work us up, but I guarantee you they're out there. There are people out there that love to get us all worked up all focusing on, hey, we need to make drama out of this. And I'm not even going to talk about specific instances because I don't want this to be about a specific instance. It's not. I have no specific instances in my mind. I just have a bunch of instances in general because I've been seeing this going on for a long time and I'm not exactly sure how to even talk about it, but I'm just going to try it anyway. There are people out there that have voices, that have things that can help us, but because they're not popular, Because they don't fit or look a certain way, we don't listen to them. And yet something else comes out and it just goes viral. I mean, no one can explain how something goes viral. I think there are people out there and probably formulas out there to get things to go viral. But I don't even understand why we want to go viral. I mean, it feels like now so much, so many people just want their social media to just get popular. It's just like, I don't know if we we get feel better because we have more likes or more follows, maybe that makes us feel, I'm sure it makes us feel like we're more valuable, more important, but at what cost do we go to, to get people to like, to get people to follow, to get people to subscribe? It's almost like we don't just listen to the truth. We listen to the person that's telling what we think is truth. I mean, things that were thought that were 
evident or, or popular at one point, the next minute they're not popular and the opposite happens. And yet the crowd seems to follow whatever is hottest at the moment. I like what General George C. Patton said. He said, if everyone is thinking alike, then someone isn't thinking. And that's kind of what it means following popular opinion. When, when something is so popular, we love to follow because everybody's doing it. Everybody's thinking it. But if everybody's thinking it, like General George Patton said, then are we all really thinking? Or are we just going along with the flow? Are we just, this is what everyone else thinks, so I'm just going to automatically jump on the bandwagon of that thing, whatever that thing may be. Like I said, I have nothing in my mind that's particular right now, but just as a whole. Do we follow something on the merit of that thing or on the image of the thing that's sharing that thing? Thomas Carlyle, who lived between 1795 and 1881, was a philosopher, a historian, a biographer, a translator, a novelist, an essayist. He was known as the voice of his age. And he said, popular opinion is the greatest lie in the world. <laughs> wow. Those are pretty strong words. I mean, this whole going viral thing, that's, we follow fads like crazy. Nothing wrong with following fads, but fads aren't the real deal. They're just a fad. They're just things that come and go, and we're not going to stop fads from happening. But do we really want to base our life on a fad? Are fads worth getting bent out of shape over? Are fads worth, opinions worth, losing friendships over, losing family relationships over? I was talking with a happy life for today, and we came up with an acronym for fad. Flashy, absent, and delusional. A fad. It's just a fad. It's flashy, it's absent, and delusional. Flashy means lacking in substance. It means momentarily dazzling. It means to be superficially attractive or impressive. Just on the surface, it's attractive or impressive. And yes, it's dazzling. And yes, it's exciting. Everyone's doing it. It's the new thing, but it's only momentarily. Do we want to base our life? Do we want to make decisions on something that is just momentarily? Because people that, that follow fads, the next moment they're going to be on the next fad or it, maybe even on a fad that's exactly opposite of the one that they just started. It's lacking in substance and we don't want to base our opinions, our lives, our decisions on something that's lacking in substance. It's substanceless. There's nothing there that's solid. It's lacking in substance. Flashy, absent, delusional. Absent, also means lacking, according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary. And in the verb version, it means to keep oneself away. When you follow fads, you tend to keep yourselves away, away from things like truth, away from things that are solid. It basically means to not be present, not be in the moment. I'm absent from the moment. And when I follow after all the excitement, all the flash that's superficial, that's momentarily dazzling, don't get me wrong. Fads are fun. What I'm saying is we're going to tend to follow fads, but don't base your life upon fads and don't make decisions based upon fads and don't try to start a fad just so you can be popular. We want something that's not absent. We want something that has substance. When we follow fads and we base our life on fads, we tend to keep ourselves away. We are not being present. We are not being in the moment. We're following something that's superficial.
that's momentarily. Flashy, absent, delusional. A delusion is a false, fixed belief that is not amenable to change in light of conflicting evidence. What? (laughs) It's a belief that is so fixed in my head that I'm not willing to change even if the real evidence comes up. When we follow fads, we, get, we tend to get caught up in the moment. We tend to get caught up in all the hype and all the popularity. We tend to, listen, I don't know what country you're listening to this from. we got people from dozens and dozens of countries that have listened to us over the years. So I don't know if your country is like where I live, but in America, man, we love the flash. We love the swag. We love the popularity. If someone's popular, then they must be true. If they're popular, then we must make them a hero. If they're popular, then we better listen to what they say. Because if they're popular, they can know absolutely nothing about the topic, just have an opinion. But if they're popular, boy, we sure love to listen to them. Don't fall for that. Base your life on something more. Listen to people that are experts in that area. Not someone that's popular in life. Not someone that's famous in life. Base your life on something deeper than that. A delusion is a false belief that is so fixed in us that it's not going to change even if we find conflicting evidence. The distinction between a delusion and a strongly held idea, according to Wikipedia, is sometimes difficult to make and depends in part on the degree of conviction with which that belief is held despite clear or reasonable contradictory evidence regarding its veracity. In other words, the difference between a delusion and a strongly held idea can be very hard to make. It just depends on the degree of conviction with which the belief is held. Sometimes our delusions are just strong beliefs that we're not going to turn from. And that's what following fads following the flash and the swag can do. We become enamored by it. We become lost in all the sizzle and all the flash. And that pretty soon that becomes a strongly held belief that no matter what else is out there, we don't even look at any other options. We just say, that's what everyone is saying. So therefore I'm going to go along with that. When I think of delusion, I think of delusion of grandeur. A delusion of grandeur is a false or unusual belief about one's greatness. A person may believe, for instance, that they are famous. But oftentimes, that delusion delusion of grandeur, we want to be famous. At least here in America, we want to have more likes. We might want to say, well, I don't want to be famous. But boy, we we sure tend to pat our lives after. We, we, We wish we could be popular. Maybe you don't. Maybe I'm talking about someone else. Maybe I'm just talking about me. But we, we, if we get all the likes and all of a sudden we think that we're right, that we're, 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 we're famous, we're popular, what we say must be right because when you're popular, famous, everyone wants to listen to you and therefore you get a bunch of yes people around you and no one ever challenges your opinion. And when they do, we just shut them down because I'm famous. I'm big because I got this many likes, this many followers. And so therefore my opinion is right on this. <laughs> Maybe you don't agree with me, but I think that's delusional. I think a fad is flashy, absent, and delusional. Bertrand Russell said, Do not fear to be eccentric in opinion, for every opinion now accepted was once eccentric. Everything that we accept, according to Bertrand Russell right there, and I agree with it, everything that we accept as popular as a belief that we know to be true was at one time considered ridiculous was considered out of this world, was considered foolish. Electricity, indoor plumbing, going to the moon, going to Mars, 
electric cars. I mean, there's so many things that that we could come up with that at one point, when someone brought that idea up, people looked at them and they were very unpopular because that's stupid. That's dumb. There's so many great movies out there, and that's the whole story of a movie is a, a person has an idea that just doesn't quite seem to fit in, and so they're they're pushed off, they're not paid attention to because they don't have a platform, because they're not popular, because they're not famous, because they don't have have the money or the look or the whatever. And when we follow fads, when we follow swag, we tend to follow image and not follow truth. I'm not saying that truth can't look good. And just because someone has swag, just because someone is popular at the moment doesn't mean that what they're speaking isn't truth. It doesn't mean what they're speaking is a fad. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying, what if someone else was saying that thing right there? Would we follow it? What if someone unpopular, what if someone invisible, what if someone unnoticed were to say that same thing? Would we follow it? Or are we following it because the person that says it has the look or has the money or has the fame? Something else I just read online said that public opinion can be influenced by public relations and the political media. Additionally, mass media utilizes a wide variety of advertising techniques to get their message out and change the minds of people. I'll say that again. Mass media utilizes a wide variety of advertising techniques to get the message out and to change the minds of people. Since the 1950s, television has been the main medium for molding public opinion, end quote. All I'm saying is, there's people out there that spend a lot of money to get a lot of people to agree on the same thing. They don't just put the truth out there. They put all sorts of other things out there to get us to believe what they want us to believe. We need to believe something based upon its merit, not based upon its popularity. Because everything that's now accepted at one point was unpopular, was eccentric. But be one of those people that listens to the message for its truth, not for its image. I hope that makes sense to you, what I'm trying to say. I just get frustrated because there's so many people out there that have something to say, but they don't have all the followers and the likes, so... I mean, I don't know about you, but have you ever looked at a video and you were interested in listening to the video and, and that, or watching the video and all of a sudden you saw it had three likes, so you're like, well, this can't be any good because there's only three likes. But this one over here has a half a million likes. That must be good. Let's, let's watch that. Because, I mean, honestly, most of us, if not all of us, want to be in on the now. We want to know what's going on right now. We want to be in front of the, of the curve, right? We want to know what's going on while everyone else knows what's going on. But if you want to be in front of the curve, then you don't follow popular opinion. You follow truth. You look beyond image and you listen for truth. Does that make sense? Will that help me? Will that help the world? Should I do some research on this? And I would say, yes, we should. Because there's a group of people out there that want to get us, just like the Pharisee, the leaders of the day, worked up the crowd to get Jesus crucified. And if we're not careful, we're going to crucify people as well. We're going to crucify people that have very important messages. Jesus came to set us free, not just from sin, but from tyranny. And there's all sorts of truth out there that will set you free because the Bible says the truth will set you free. But oftentimes we kill the truth because someone has worked us up into believing a fad, 
into believe something temporarily, into believing something that's that's flashy, absent, or delusional. They spend a lot of money, a lot of effort because they want to sell their product, and their product might be them. It might be their likes. It might be their whatever. I honestly, I think it's okay that we disagree with each other. I think it's okay that we don't necessarily all believe the same thing. I think that's what makes it a great recipe when there's all these different ingredients that come together and they're allowed to be cooked in the same pan, in the same pot. All that heat melts us into each other. and We begin to realize that you add flavor to my life and I add flavor to your life. Your opinions add flavor to me. My opinions add flavor to you. But don't fall for the whole flashy because someone has more bling, has more flash, has more fame, has more money, has more look than someone else who may be invisible because the world changes are often unnoticed by the majority of people. I wasn't going to end with a spoken word, a poem that I wrote a while back, but as I'm talking, I kind of had another one pop into my mind as well. And I debated on whether I wanted to go down that path, but I'm really feeling inside my gut that I need to or that I want to. And so I'm going to share with you, if it's okay with you, I'm going to share a couple of spoken words that I have done in the past. The first one is called, Don't Miss Him. And I think it fits really well being on the Monday after Easter. Don't miss him. Stuck in front of the TV froze on the couch and in a daze, not sure what to do, how to act, or how I should behave. We all love the movies where the little guy, the one with the ideas or style that's different, makes it. Something deep inside makes us want to cheer their uniqueness. To stand up and say, yeah, good for you. You go ahead, be different. Because we all know that old way wasn't working anyway, was it? So go ahead. Cheer for the strange thinker on the screen, but don't miss the life changers, the ones in front of you, the real things. Because all but a few missed Jesus when he came, because he didn't look the part, he didn't act the same, so they missed him. I wonder how many sit on the other side, the side lonely, the side misunderstood. When all the crowd's attention goes to the noise, not where it should. Unique means like no one else, different, strange, alone. The movies, the drama, try to portray the heart, the hurt, the song. But a movie is over in an hour or two. Real life goes on and on forever, it seems. The masses, the few. So go ahead. Cheer for the strange thinker on the screen. But don't miss the life changers, the ones in front of you, the real things. All but a few missed Jesus when he came because he didn't look the part, didn't act the same, so they missed him. Don't miss him again. World change most often comes from ones missed by the crowd. Their lives are so quiet, but their message is so loud. If you're going to cheer for the drama on TV, then look around for the invisible, unique, and lonely. Stop, invest some time, and listen to their heart. Don't laugh, ignore, or look down on their art. But go ahead. Cheer for the strange thinker on the screen, but don't miss the life changers, the ones in front of you, the real things. All but a few missed Jesus when he came. He didn't look the part, didn't act the same, so they missed him. Don't miss him again. Listen so you won't miss him. Don't judge the message by the one who gives it. And one more that I wrote. 
has to do more with a fad called listen up. We can be so fickle when someone rises to the top. Everyone wants them a lot, but so few want them until they're on the top. I can understand someone fresh out of college or maybe someone who is just starting out or just had a major life-changing event. These people are either new or have a new message without a doubt. But what about the hidden, the invisible, the sincere? How can someone be invisible for years and then like a rocket burst through the atmosphere to a place where the majority want them? Did they wake up a new person? What made them so immediately attractive? So many become so infatuated with image over truth. Maybe we think our next hot thing will change our lives, our businesses, our churches, our families, our chi. Truth is, truth will change us. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Or is truth limited by the vessel's popularity? Just one, someone happy, and you will be happy too. Thanks for listening. I hope that made sense, and I hope it helped. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. D-Base. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, 